Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Test one, two, check. On the mic with Mike Goldman. Icicles, popsicles, and test one, two. Hello and welcome to the Mike Goldman Show slash On the Mic, the Mike Goldman podcast. Thank you very much, firstly, for downloading this podcast. Coming to you from WeWork at 100 Harris Street in the city. Have you heard of WeWork? It's amazing. It's like this massive building and you pay a certain amount of money. You can have a hot desk or an office here. It's like a workspace, a shared workspace, and they're all over the world. They're not sponsoring this podcast at all. I just want to say how cool it is. And I'm actually sitting in one of their private, little little phone rooms that you can actually have. It looks like a, a recording studio. It's got a red light outside the door and it's got a little couch which and it probably only supposed to sit one person to make a phone call. But I thought, stuff it. I'm going to do my podcast in here with none other than Darren Sanders. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here in your box. And, uh, it, it's, uh, it's a small box, isn't it? It's a very small uh, box. And right? you're doing a little bit of a video. Well, I'll do a moment. video to show people how small this box is. And, and uh, speaking of videos, uh, we're going to be posting this video on patreon.com forward slash on the mic if you would like to help make this show because each podcast takes a few hours a week to, to do and to get a producer and an editor and all that kind of stuff I'm waving at you now just make a donation or you can subscribe and you get exclusive content behind the scenes thank you to bites.com b-i-t-e-s-z.com audio boom and itunes darren sanders my favourite Australian comedian who's with me right now. You say that about every Australian comedian that sits with you in a small box with a red light out the top of it. It's uh, it's very uh, Amsterdamish, this box, isn't it? it? It is very strange. And I stole a couple of pink pillows off the couch from uh, out in the uh, the open space that they let anyone sit in. And, and it's better for to soften the audio. Okay. okay, in front of us here. So it doesn't bounce around the... Uh, it's, it's wood panelling too, so it's very... It is a bit bouncy. It's very 70s and... Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a mix of a, a lot of a lot of eras here, isn't it? This is the closest I've ever been to you. So if you're wondering who this guy is that's sitting next to me, I'm going to talk about you for a minute. Darren is the owner of the Sydney Comedy Club. It is Sydney's premier comedy club. It's at, it's at Luna Park. It's underneath the Harbour Bridge. It is the coolest venue in Sydney. If you haven't seen any of the great comedy there yet, you should go and see it. Uh, he used to own the, the Laugh Garage in the city, but he's, he's moved to the Sydney Comedy Club. I'm playing there soon, which is going to be fun. He uh, had a comedy show years ago that won an Antenna Award. Uh, has a podcast, Grumpy Old Comedians, with Gary Hu and Mick Meredith, which you can still download, I believe. Yeah, that's the good thing about podcasts. They're, uh, they're timeless, aren't they? Unless you unless you talk about something current. But uh, <laughs> generally, you know, they're out there still. They're very much like cable TV. But, but everyone's getting into podcasts. I mean, but at the moment, I think the uh, media saturation is something like 10% of Australia only listen to them and know what they are. So if you're listening to this now, spread the word. Tell everyone about podcasts and tell them to get into it. Especially Grumpy Old Men, which is a real funny podcast that you do with Gary Hu and Mick Meredith. And mine, of course. Tell your friends about this. You also have 
have the Darren Sanders show. Very ballsy move to put together his own Tonight Show. Funded it all himself. It ended up going two series. Probably going to go another one. Four, done, four we've, series. We've done, we've done four. The first one was on Community. Very much Wayne's World type oh, show. Yeah, then yeah, then yeah. we ended up doing two and three on Go Channel. Nine Network's Go Channel. And Foxtel and, and New Zealand. And back on Foxtel. Yeah, yeah. Get shown on New Zealand. So that's the thing. It's, it's and New cable, Zealand. Cable's good. Yeah, New Zealand. Cool. Yeah. And, and you're an actor and underbelly and you're a dad. Oh, yes. Yes, the divorced dad. <laughs> is it, what's, a, what's is it nice being a dad? Do you like being a dad? Yeah, oh, it's fantastic. I mean, it gives oh, you a lot of stuff to talk about on stage, doesn't it? Yeah, but the, the kids are at an age now where they're fantastic to watch doing doing the, you know they, they've always had their own personalities, but now to get them to, to watch them play their own sport, you know, they're thinking for themselves, so that's good. My my son's 15, so he's, he's well and truly into that, but my daughter's about to turn 10. And again, uh, just just watching them figure out the world they've got the best questions about the world and the, the funniest stuff what kind of questions oh you know how, how do things work <laughs> which is really bad for me to sometimes like you know how do, my, my daughter i think when we went to america last year she she freaked out that that was the same son we had <laughs> you know, she, how is that the same son I said, well, this is how the world works. Are you kidding me? So you didn't know that there was only one son? No, no, no. I thought there was another son. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. When you watch stuff from the, the movie. Did you explain though. it to her? No, no. I told her we've got two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why you're such a good comedian. So uh, how's the Sydney Comedy Club going? It's good, man. It's good. We did just do Saturday night, so that's the night to go out, I think, in mm. Sydney. When we did three months to start with, we trialled different days and a couple of days. And But I think Saturday's the day that uh, that it all works uh, works best for everybody. And it's a nice, short, sharp show. You know, start at eight, done by pretty much quarter to ten. So. Who's played? Who's played? Uh, well, Will, Will Anderson was there the other day. Yeah, well, he did. It was great. Opening. He did the opening for us here, Will. Um, I'd have to check the diary. And you can well. see it on Stan. <laughs> you can see his show. You can't see our, our show. Yeah, it was his show that he did at your venue. Oh, did, oh yeah, because he did a trial, didn't he? It was two nights before. So, you didn't yeah. have to say that. Yeah. You could have people yeah. think that that was where it was recorded. Nah, well, they'll know when they <laughs> when they look at the, the footage. But um, yeah, yeah no, it's, it's just a nice, intimate, nice uh, comedy club that we have there, I think, going at the moment. And Luna Park have been great uh, too. And, you know, and, and I think the the feedback from a lot of people who have been there on social media has been very nice as well. Yeah, it makes it makes sense to have a comedy club there at Luna Park, I think. You know, that big smiling face entrance that they've got and everything like that. Well, it's a great it's, venue. It's, it's time now for Sydney to start getting back into having some sort of nightlife. Yeah, you know? nightlife's been dead yeah, they've got ever since Mike Berg stuffed it up. Well, and that George Street, that's been closed for about three years now, hasn't it? That just It's a weird weird town, Sydney, isn't it? Mm. Just, Who's your favourite comedian? What, at the moment, Living Dead or Past? It's, it's hard to nail one, because it's just like when people say, OK, you have favourite bands, but sometimes the bands lack stuff, but their songs are good. So same as comics. Uh, every now and then you'll hear a comics routine and think, yes, that's, that's a good bit. Why didn't I think of that? But the thing that got me into comedy was way back when, and you know, you're watching things like Delirious and Raw from Eddie Murphy. Oh, how good was it, uh, Eddie? Yeah, you know, and and you, and you still remember. Goonie Google. You still. What remember. does Goonie Google mean? Gl Jagger swimming in the water. See, everybody knows all those those routines. They were like ten minute blocks of routines all stuck together. And and at the moment now, there's a lot of freestyling, I guess, in comedy, which goes all over the place. But to have those blocks that people still and I can still laugh at that stuff. Mm. Growing up too, you know, just watching things like. Dave Allen, uh, Benny Hill, uh, who'd, who'd probably be castrated nowadays. Um, yeah, yeah, you couldn't do that. And a lot of Monty Python stuff Monty Python, you, you can't really do anymore. And um, Basil Fawlty's been yeah. get, getting in the news saying yeah. Oh, yeah. people haven't got a sense of yeah. humour. John yeah. Cleese, people haven't got a sense of humour anymore. You, you yeah. can't you can't say something that's a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. There's not, no, no tongue-in-cheek anymore, I guess. And uh, People get offended so easily. Imagine Kenny Everett now. 
Oh, God. Kenny Everett. Here's hot gossip. The sexy dancers. <laughs> Kenny Everett was like an 80s show where he just did the rudest stuff. Yeah, but he was he was gay too. So it's like, you know, how did, how did that, how would that feel with people going, hang on, he had the hot gossip dancers yet. Oh, he was gay. I never knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So do you get a lot of people being offended at your comedy club? Does that ever happen? No, nah, not generally. I think people know what they're going out for. So some people are going out for that reason. I guess at the moment we're targeting an older crowd who aren't that offended, mm. you know. I don't mean that they don't get offended by stuff, but there's there's a, a generation out there who used to go out once mm. upon a time when that when you know you and I were eighteen and eight, between eighteen and thirties and you'd have bands you'd go out and nightclubs you just see so much and then at the moment there's nothing targeting people over thirty. Mm. So that's that's the I re- think there's a lot of jokes that you'd see probably at a inner city comedy club as opposed to yours that they'd probably be offended at because because you know it's that sort of hipster crowd in there and 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 yours are older crowd don't give a stuff just say what we think is it funny it's funny that's it that's done it's funny we move on and and don't let it bother your life where other people there there are trigger words nowadays that make people upset and they don't know why they get upset like what I can't really say. I mean (laughs) no no it'll just be for even the use of the word blacktown you know because it's got hear, black in it. Yeah, yeah. And then you hear, <laughs> you, you hear if you've got foreigners in the crowd and there's an act on there, they can't figure it out. They, they don't realise it's a place called Blackdown. Like, one, they'll think, why the hell would you name a place that? But, you know, if, if you live here, it's just, it just you don't even think about it. Mm. But, I mean, that, that's a word. Even if you said the word Aboriginal in some way or Indigenous, and people go, oh, and they, they haven't heard what you're going to say yet. You know, it might even be an Indigenous act on saying it, but they... They just trigger words, you know. Uh, even if you said September 11, that's a trigger word. Do that, people. Oh, what are they going to say about it? Yeah, are you, you going to say that it didn't yeah, happen yeah, and yeah. it's not real? Are you going to say say something sick yeah, about all the people yeah. that died? Yeah, yeah. So, but, but you've got to wait and get the whole story. So, uh, I think that's older people have got that in them. They just sit back and go, "Oh, we've got time. Tell us a story." Hey, where did you get started? When was your first comedy gig? You mentioned that you loved Eddie Murphy and you watched all that that raw stuff because you've been doing comedy for over twenty five years now. Yeah, twenty fifth year now. I, I um I did acting before I backpacked around the world when I was twenty one, and I backpacked around the world. Ended up being in London for a while, and I did some sound engineering at Jonglers Comedy Club. So I got to exposed to some comedy. And that's Jonglers why, that was on Foxtel. Yeah, yeah, yeah live at yeah, Jonglers yeah. with the guy in the big long jacket. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he used to be from the Bay band. City Rollers yes, no, in Ben. Yes, wasn't it? What's oh, yes. Band? Bay City Rollers, I don't know. No, I wasn't Bay City Rollers. I think he was from the band, yes. Um, Owner of a Lonely Heart, that song. Was that it? Owner of a Lonely Heart. (laughs) Good thing we're in this box, but which isn't soundproof. No, I keep hearing the door closing in the background. I probably picked the worst booth for us to record this in. Listen, it's going to smash now. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> oh well, it's adding it's adding to the effect. Yeah, yeah. This is a so so. I, I watched a lot of comedy there. There was Lee Evans and guys like that. I'd watch, and then I ended up living in America, and I was selling tickets uh, for a place called the Laugh Factory, and I was doing extra work in America, and then selling these tickets. I'd go and watch comedy, but I wouldn't watch the act. I'd watch the crowd, and thought the power that these guys had on stage, looking at the crowd, making them laugh. Uh, that, that was just such an amazing thing. And but there were some really lame acts on too. I think Michael Douglas's brother. I forget his name. He's, he's dead now. He's always had troubles. He, he tried comedy one night, mm. and he was just, you know, his, his act was shitty. But, I'm uh, still trying it. Mine's horrible. Yeah, well, you get You're that. my mentor. You're going to help me. Right, I will, we'll write some jokes. <laughs> get, get out some of that old Big Brother material. Oh, no. Please help me. I heard rumours that it's coming back. <laughs> what am I going to do? Oh, buy another house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> so, so that that got me into it then and um, i'm originally from adelaide and when i moved back to australia i was in sydney thought well i don't know anybody got up one night at an open mic night and then i've just kept going so i think were you nervous that first night you did it do you remember where it was uh yeah yeah it was uh the comedy store was in a church in glebe and uh there are all these pews there uh, trevor crook was there and akmar were there i remember that meeting them on my first trevor night. cook yeah, Crook. Mm. Oh, Crook, yeah. not Cook. I thought you meant that, like, Trevor Cook, Dudley Moore. No, no, no it's yeah. Peter Cook. Oh, bad. Yeah. Peter Cook. Okay. Yeah. But I remember, I recorded it. I've got a little cassette of it still somewhere. But I, I remember recording it, but having no control over what I said. I remember I got laughs, and somebody heckled me. But I didn't come up with a comeback until in the car on the way home. <laughs> It was a good one. It was like, ah, every, every guy's fantasy to have a cock as big as your mouth. That's what I thought of on the way home. And then I've used it since, so it's, it's good. But that, that's what you learn. You learn. Your timing becomes a lot. So you a just have a, you have a list of comebacks you just fire out. I, I know that's one I wrote because I remember writing it on the way home. So uh, Can I heckle you now and you just give me a comeback? No, I got Hey, mate, you suck. So does your mother. Oh, hey. <laughs> no, I've never understood that. But, you know, the, Has anyone tried the, to punch the, you the, out uh, after a gig or like try know. to get up on stage and punch you or? have a fight with you oh you get depends on the gig uh i can't think of anything off the top of my head with i know a comedian who it happened to and he went to jail yeah I know. he had a fight after you know who i'm talking about oh yeah probably yeah yeah <laughs> won't say it though no, no, i know you're talking about yeah there's um well, well there's one comedian who, who got punched in the comedy store in london and the footage made him world famous and now he is so. i got punched in the face in your comedy store oh yeah on yeah, stage when you're shooting, when you're shooting, shooting goldman shooting, sh- when you're shooting shooting goldman. I, I deserved it though it yeah. was shit comedy yeah but that was a whole idea yeah that was good what happened to that shooting goldman yeah well shooting goldman went around the world it's gone in different film festivals it was played in new york in la in london is it on foxtel or something now? Uh, no no you can actually watch it on vimeo oh vimeo 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 however you say it all right you're a bit of an actor yourself yeah well i think most comics are what'd you do on underbelly no i was i was a corrupt cop but uh ended up most of that got cut out it's funny though like how many people see Mm. see stuff like that like I had messages from New Zealand of like, was it you? Were you just in that? And although, <laughs> although, you know what gets you more coverage? Commercials. Yeah. You know, you could be, so you could be in the best Australian film ever, which no one will see, but you could be mm. on a fucking commercial mm. selling, you know, dog biscuits, mm. and that's what you'll be. Uh, that guy. I remember I was I was single, just broken up with my girlfriend. I'd been hosting national TV. I think it was Friday Night Live and Big Brother up late at the same time. Million people on a Friday night across Australia watching a show, and this bus full of girls showed up they're like right out the front of my house and I'm like what the hell is this and they're just a, a, a travelling American cheer squad I think like the Dallas Cowboys or something like that doing shows and like there were the the Broncos cheer squad were with them and they all recognised me and they didn't recognise me from the TV show they recognised me from the Amart Sports commercials <laughs> it's the Amart Sports guy like, come on give me a break so uh, what's your worst ever gig that you've done Oh, that's... and your best ever gig the best ones are hard to remember. But one of our, probably our final night of the Life Cries in the city, we were packed and pumping and we were auctioning off a lot of memory, a lot of stuff that was there. And that was a pumper night. That that one there, everything just flowed. And, and you know when it clicks, it clicks really well. The worst gig we did, I think this is a setup day, that these boxing promoters down near uh, the Shire kept uh, employing comics for some reason to come on and do a 10 minute spot before the main bout comedy and boxing yeah, doesn't yeah. work well nah, together nah so I, I had and I'd, I was I mean it was it was a good paying gig so 
you sort of sometimes you haul yourself out and you know when the money comes in an envelope that sort of thing then again it was boxing so probably be expected mm. but I, I knew i knew i was going to try and last as long as i could and the guy said that just you know do your best right and i prepared rings you know you know the girls who walk around the ring with a round one round two card yeah i prepared a couple of cards which had you know joke nine joke 15 on them <laughs> so at the point i was going to take it in the ass i'll get one of the girls up just to walk around and hold that up right anyway i put one foot through the ring 500 guys chanting back off like and that was it so i I didn't even get a word out until I looked at the first girl and went, "Yeah, you're up. Walk around." And then, and then the bell went, "Ding, ding!" And I went, "Well, I, you know, because I knew if I if I left beforehand, I'll go. Well, you're not paying you, so I just stayed up there. That's a great the, idea. It went, "Ding, ding!" I walked off, uh, walked out straight out the door, and a guy went, "Well, you couldn't have been that bad. They're not chasing you." So that, that's <laughs> definitely the definitely the I mean the toughest thing, but you know, it's mixed mixed sort of stuff. So yeah. Um, you still got paid. That's the main thing. Yeah, that's, that's, that's and not punched in the face, which is right. which is a positive. So uh, the best gig you've ever done? No, well, I know the, the, that was it. No, no, yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah, that was. Oh, that was no, no, the, no. The, the, the final one at the Laugh Garage that was probably the, the best one. You know, it's, it's not too. Oh, bad yeah, yes, it it's not too bad now too because we do a lot of cruise work and you you end up getting a, a trapped audience on these ships where you you're playing pretty much two thousand you know fifteen hundred two thousand seat theaters on some of these ships. Oh wow! You know, and, and you don't have to sell a ticket, which is a nice nice mm. thing. But um, you know, you had some really nice crowds and it's nice to work in that environment. Is it like a wedding crowd because they're all there to have a good time anyway? Oh uh, no, they're probably better than a wedding crowd because uh, they're uh, more pissed. Yeah, no, no, they just. I think it, I think it's just a nice theater. That's it's, it's when you, when you get to work in quality rooms, you know, it, it makes you, you don't have to rush through your routine. Where do these cruises go that you go on? Oh, I've been all over. I've been- Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Up through uh, Japan and got to see the Great Wall of China, and uh, up through uh, Honolulu, Tahiti. Mostly though, it's New Zealand and the South Pacific, so, but a lot of sea days. So the TV show's gone brilliantly, and uh, you're talking about another series as well. Who I'm looking at, I'm looking at read redoing it somehow, uh, only because the the live audience is great and that format is great, and I still don't know why why we don't have that in Australia. But or you know, we could have three of them. It's so shit that we don't have a Tonight Show in Australia. It's embarrassing that we have big movies stars come to Australia and the best that we can offer them is some breakfast yeah. television shows yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I mean Koshy and yeah, I think, Carl I think years ago we had Michael Caine he had nothing to go on other than Bert's morning show <laughs> it just went Jesus you know and, and a lot of them pre- it makes us look like a shit country town yeah, a lot of them pre-record stuff but again you know there's there's a few guys that are out there trying to get the, the whole chat show and late night feel happening but it's it's a good audience to have that I think TV if you want TV to survive the people that are watching TV are coming home they just want to sit on the couch putting something on and let, let it wash over them I don't want an infomercial but I mean sure back an infomercial in amongst all the other shit but you know there's got to be well, some like, sort of entertainment on like Bert Newton and Graham Kennedy used to do they used to do the infomercials as a part yeah. of their show but just take the, the 
piss out of pal dog food or something ridiculous. People, I think people we were looking at for my show when I was on one of the networks there, and I think the biggest problem is that the people then who've got those products shit themselves a little bit nowadays. Yeah, they're worried that you're going to say something yeah, bad. Yeah, or... You know, but then you cut that out. You don't have to do that. But you know, uh, there's you still need to have some sort of sense of humour about, especially to do with marketing. Jesus, everything just washes over you now. And I don't really, I'm not a, into marketing. I haven't studied advertising, but I look at that and I put on the radio. Here, all these ads just wash over me. I think do these ads work. I don't, I don't know unless you're looking for that particular product that when the ad comes on but you know i don't i don't really have no idea how advertising works which is probably why i can't get a fucking sponsor so so you had a few uh a few guests on the show who was your best besides mike goldman i heard he was fantastic oh he was great yeah he was a, a character was um thomas Keneally. he wrote schindler's list yeah well schindler's ark was a book which made into schindler's list yeah. but man he, he, he was a really good character he was he was good value but, big but, manly fan as well yeah yeah but but i think everybody was different that that was the whole point is that you know the show's not about me it's about talking to these guys and and all the guests about other things and and a lot of people gave up their time to do it i'm, I'm looking at doing some sort of spin-off i guess but not with the live crowd just because of the budget you know i need i need, really do need you know funding to, to do that sort of stuff but um you know like uh i've got an idea milling around so i'll, I'll that'll be the next thing i'll do there, there's a couple of things in the works there's that thing i want to do i'll, I'll mm. continue on only because it's a cheap easy way to do it and mm. and um and also aurora on foxtel which uh, a lot of people hopefully will find it's channel 173 they're, they're very good for local content with with music shows and and travel shows and all that sort of stuff they're very supportive mm. of, of australian content because it is 100 percent australian so hopefully i can get something up on there again soon um i've just finished writing a script which now i'm looking at funding for uh it's a film script so yeah that, that, that's they're the two they're the two main things on the on the agenda at the moment yeah cool man it sounds like you got a lot of irons in the fire well you, your tonight show is great considering you know it's a pretty tight budget that you, you put it together with <laughs> about how much it costs you to make per episode you reckon uh, when you're first starting first starting it was, it was only about free uh, yeah yeah it was, it was shot at the club and poured in a lot of favors and uh but it's still think, entertaining yeah i think by the end they're, they're all online you can just watch them on youtube still yeah. um so if you go to youtube.com the darren sanders i think it is but i think it ended up being probably less than eight hundred dollars an episode you know and when when you go to when you go to tv people and you tell them you can do that they 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 shit their pants and they're, yeah they're like what? They're, no 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 you don't say that it's got to be 10 grand an episode at least you know yeah so they so they can stick like, yeah. nine grand in their pocket and yeah. pay you yeah, yeah, the rest yeah yeah oh well i hope it comes back mate that yeah. that was that was a great fun little show and um do you have any funny things that happen on the show like that someone stuffed up or i know oh, i know yeah. we kissed <laughs> yeah yeah i had a few uh we we reenacted a big brother spa moment yeah past the paper between the mouth it looked like we're kissing people really i know you wanted to i use that on my highlight reel all the time and everyone's (laughs) like oh oh that's good he's he's targeting all sorts of markets there (laughs) oh no the set was so cheaply put together there's a lot of time where people might move and just knock something and it'll just fall off so I've got a, I've got a few highlights of them on online I think as well. But did you like having on the show? Who was good? Deborah Hutton's very good. Man, she's got uh, man, she's a professional. Oh, an amazing personality and just you know gorgeous and and right out there too and very very supportive of it. Mm-hmm. And like I said, but again, it was it was a mixture of people. You know, we had people that weren't necessarily famous and uh, uh, you know people that had different stages of their professional careers. We had a, you know the world record wakeboarding champion. Uh, we had gymnasts on. Mark Fennell, Dan Illick, a couple of actors, Mark Lee, actor. Um, so, so yeah, we just, you know, because one thing I always get told is we don't have enough celebrities in Australia to do these sort of shows. And you go, you know what, if it's entertaining enough, and People watch it. And especially when they do that argument. But but nobody knows these. I said, fuck me, you're doing reality shows. Nobody knows anybody there. Yeah, that's a good point. And, and that, that serious, that, that 
God, I mean, I, I've never actually to tell you the truth, I've never once watched a renovation show or a cooking show. I must be the only person. Same. I never watched them either. I fucking can't stand cooking shows. Yeah, I mean, and the and the block. You can eat it. What a crock of shit the block is. I mean, I know it does really well, and they've won ratings and awards, and Scotty Cam does really well and winning gold logies and everything, and he's a lovely guy. But yeah. really, the stuff that they build to, to watch people it's, to watch people build a house and have a really fight doing it. It's worse now. These these switching, you know, all that marriage thing, and you think <laughs> that's where you got to feel for people. Like you know, what was going around is that we've got to uh, protect the sanctity of marriage and all this shit <laughs> yeah, there's, shit there's like that. Yeah. so many bizarre dating shows I, I actually went into Channel 10 today and pitched one I've pitched it so many bloody times doesn't matter if I give it away so I'm going to tell people what it is now it's a dating show for prisoners it's called Inmating <laughs> maybe the girl or guy of your dreams isn't in bars they're behind bars Ah, yeah. Well, there's a few few stories like that, isn't there? Like, but isn't it generally the psychologist that ends up rooting them and, you know, the ones who go in and... No, because in America, they actually have dating sites for people who are in prison. Jesus. They have meet an inmate, prison they, pen pal. Are they getting enough sex in prison already? <laughs> <laughs> but No, it's true. And the way we set the show up is basically use those people off those websites and we right. set up like Perfect Match. We shoot like little promo videos for the people who want to date people in prison, take it to the prison and the prisoner goes, oh yeah, I'll date the second one. Swipe, swipe left, yeah. And then, uh, and then we film them having their meetings in prison and then the day before release the prisoner hands over an envelope and says in this envelope is the crime that I committed if you're cool with it I get released tomorrow hopefully I'll see you and we film them walking out of the prison do are they there will they find love or will they be alone on the outside actually can you you use the prisoner theme song then you you like it you like it so much I'm in a play the actual pitch for it right now. I'm going to give people a listen. Cool. How good is that? I don't know why they're not picking it up. Yeah, yeah. It makes me think I should go and visit Channel 10. Well, Channel 10 need help. They're like $200 million in debt. I tried, I tried. I tried pitching my show there years ago, and I thought I was close. I thought I, thought I was really close. I actually got a phone call from somebody there after I'd done... The, I, I, we had the pitch, and I've had meetings, and I got a phone call, and I was so excited that, that the show was going to be on, I started looking for property, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then they only called me because... I I won a contest to name Studio 10. That was it. Oh, yeah, no. Was, uh, congratulations. You've won the Twitter contest. <laughs> I went, oh, okay. Well, we're actually, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say this yet, but fuck it, I will. Uh, we're setting up a TV show here at WeWork, which is a shared workspace. And I think there's probably about a thousand people working in this building and they pay anywhere from $100 a week for a, a hot desk to $20,000 for a massive offices. Like there's ad agencies here and everything, but they've got this huge shared workspace that you just walk, walk how through. How much for this cabin we're in now? <laughs> It, uh, this is free. Oh, so, oh, so, you can just, oh, so you can just come in here and take these? No, you can't. But, but I did. How, how would they know? Well, I, I don't even. I don't even pay. I've actually got a, a friend who oh. uses the workspace here, and he gave me a card, and because I do a bit of work for him, and we're actually setting up this show here, which is going to be called Nexpus Studio One Hundred, where we'll have a band play, and we're also going to talk about uh, there'll be a startup band and startup businesses. So we give away an award every week for the business of the week, and have a startup band like or a solo artist play a few songs. But we're also going to do it with comedians. Comedians. You want to play at it? Yeah, sure. You're not a startup comedian exactly, but I reckon it'll be awesome. And we, we're going to broadcast on Facebook Live, so big exposure. What happened and to the other thing? What happened to that other thing you did on Facebook? Facebook Live with Matt and Mike. Yeah, what happened to that? Yeah, it was great fun. It was awesome. It just wasn't making any money. Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, it was, like most things. It was costing us more money than we were making. So, well, well, why isn't that on Channel 10 then if it's costing more money? Yeah. Well, ac- actually, the um, the shows that I, I have been doing, uh, well, when I say shows, Facebook Live shows is teeing up with brands 
uh, whatever they're promoting or events or products they're launching and turning it into a TV show. Like if you if you want to see it, it's at everythinglive.com. It's a business I started where basically I'll just team, team up with PR companies, PR agencies, and if they're launching a product like, for example, Aussie Farmers Direct, they they launched the um, the Weight Watchers meal box, which is basically all these fruit and veggies and recipes on how to cook. And they said they needed to promote it. So Ro Markson and the team at AC Agencies got me to drive around the city of Sydney in a tractor and hand out these boxes to like media people and we teamed up with go catch the taxi app uh, very well connected aren't you yeah so so we um yeah we got about fifty thousand viewers they loved it so we're probably going to do more of that what's great about the facebook live stuff is we can talk directly to the people who are watching and the businesses can go okay we're going to speak to those people and give them a 20 percent discount can you record that and then use that later or is it facebook live yeah yeah you, you can record it and and it's in hd and you can edit it up and you can they can use it for content for the next week yeah. or two or whatever yeah and but obviously it goes live but the, when you go live you, you seem to get more viewers you know like you have like pages yeah, yeah. Um, if you post something on a like page you're lucky to get about 30 views yeah. unless you actually pay to get it out there to more people but yeah. when you go live it goes to so many more yeah. and that's because Facebook really want to own that live space because can you, can you I guess you can't do you can't do live pre-recorded live can you can you pre-record something and then put it out yeah. as if it's live? It, it, it's it sort of defeats the purpose, but you can do you can do it. Like no, 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 it does. But if people didn't know, you know, people yeah, you can yeah. you, you can. There is a there's a program which I downloaded, which I can't even remember off the top of my head. But if you just um you you type in uh, Facebook Live pre-record, and, you know, there's programs you can download and then you can upload it to Facebook Live. But you can broadcast from drones and all sorts of stuff now, and it's 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 massive what it's doing. But for us here in Australia, we have to sort of market our shows to a worldwide audience. Though. Yeah, couldn't I just replay some of my old episodes? And yeah, do it. Live? Pump can, them out. If I can put them on live, like, oh, this is happening now, then on a big loop. I'm sure, that yeah, yeah, nobody even know any different. Well, you can broadcast on Facebook Live for up to four hours, I think, live before it cuts out. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> you got you put four yeah, shows back to back, but no one's going to watch that long. You're better off doing a short one. And yeah, but 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 it only goes live, and like, not everyone's sitting online all the time, oh, yeah. so they might go, oh, Darren, they'll see Darren Sand is now live right. and they'll jump on their Facebook and they might be halfway through the third episode and they'll just right. watch it and go oh, this is pretty good and later they can go and watch the rest right. Fair enough. Yeah. do it Darren Sanders I think that'd be cool oh, another thing on the list to do now hey hey, when when am I playing at the Sydney Comedy Club uh, what's, what's the story with that let me look at when it. I say playing I'm the MC which is yeah. basically my opportunity to work on stand up until I've got a full routine and then yeah, do a full much. show that's pretty much it. Let me just. I, I need a name for my show though. Just well, you just, know, like Will An Mike. Will Anderson does Kill Will and all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, no, you, what do you think of Mike. What do you think of Goldman Showers? Yeah. <laughs> what or you are gold? What I got to call yeah. it something. Well, you don't have to do anything at the moment. Saturday the twentieth of May. There you go. Oh, I got plenty of time to work on a routine. SydneyComedyClub.com.au. You're on the with Tommy Dean. You're actually, with Tommy Dean and Ben Darso. So that's a. That's a pretty slick. They're show. legends. Yeah, yeah, very, very slick show. That one. That's cool. When am I playing? And <laughs> yeah, and what do, and what do I have to say when I get on stage? Doesn't <laughs> you just welcome everybody? Just be welcoming like you do. You know, hey, oh, my my welcome everybody, and then then you maybe do a couple of old gags, talk to the people. Hey, who you, where you're from? What do you do? And then hopefully you got something that you can come back with through all your many hours of stage time. Yeah. 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 I'll get something and then when they laugh, you go, thank fuck, I can finish now and introduce the next act. That's, right, That's yeah. how it works. Yeah, but there's only other two other acts on, so you, need, you, you at least have to start with, with 10 minutes. How long do I have to do 10 minutes? At least 10 minutes at the start of the show and then maybe five before Tommy, so... Yeah, it's only fifteen minutes. You'd have to do. Oh, that's all right. I could yeah. I could record it, edit it together, and use it as my next podcast. You could do. 
<laughs> Couldn't be much more less entertaining than this one. <laughs> oh, mate, you are a very entertaining man, and you've done so many incredible things, Darren Sanders. And big shows happening at the Sydney Comedy Club, and it's the sydneycomedyclub.com.au. Yeah, that's it. Yep. And people want to see all the shows that are coming up. I think it's only 25 bucks or something like that's that, it. a ticket. Yeah, yeah, it's only 25 bucks. Big shows coming up, so get out there, sydneycomedyclub.com.au. And thank you for listening to Darren Sanders here on the mic. Thanks, Mike. Good on you, buddy. Hey, uh, please go back and subscribe. Listen to all of our podcasts. Bianca Dye, Grant Goldman coming soon. John Laws has promised me an interview. Really? Hello, world. That'll be fun. He's got a new book coming out. Also, uh, please uh, give us a review. We need reviews so people know about it. Uh, thanks to the Bytes.com podcast network for helping us get this together. iTunes, we love you. Audio boom, download it, listen to the show. And uh, thank you. Any any comments or anything you want us to do or who, people you want us to interview, please email me. Uh, all the details are at onthemic.com. And if you want to help make the show, patreon.com forward slash onthemic where you can... Donate five bucks a month to help make the show and you'll get to see some exclusive behind the scenes content. And thank you very much to our first ever Patreon sponsoring this podcast, my mum. Ah, I wondered who that was. I had to look it up last Only one person. Because I, 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 I did. I, I, looked it, I looked it up after listening to your, your previous podcast because I wondered what it was, that whole Patreon thing. I see a few people do it. Yes, you do it with your TV show. Yeah. People say stuff, but then when they follow through, you know, a lot of people say things and they're very, it's easier to talk, but mm. to find those people who then take it to the next step and go, right, I'll mm. pay a dollar a month or whatever. And, and I've, mm. I've done it before. We've crowdfunded things and, and whatnot, but um, yeah, I don't know. Andrew G does it. He's the reason why I did it. So I thought, oh, that'll be cool. I'll, I'll try it out. He gets about seven hundred bucks a month. He's accidentally left it on public, so people know how much money he's getting a month. Oh, okay, yeah, you don't want to do that because then people, hang on, he's getting twenty grand a month. <laughs> but, but I've left mine on public, and it's yeah. my mum. Five yeah, bucks. Five bucks. I saw that. Five <laughs> bucks. I went five bucks. Somebody's gone in hard. Oh, yeah. 30 years in the industry and it's come to this. Yeah, that's it, eh? <laughs> What am I doing? I just put a hat out. We, you, do, you could do this, <laughs> do this chat in the street with a hat out in front of you. You could probably get more money. I could busk. Actually, somebody told me there's, there's somebody out there in the world now busking. You know when they do those statue things? Yeah. They're making a mozza. Statue, there's a lot of money in that. Well, you just stand there and then people come up, take their photos with you, give you a buck. You imagine that, $6, you know, maybe it's $6 an hour, cash. Right, it's cash as well. Yeah, cash. And then after a week of standing there, and then they told me the guy just puts headphones on, so he's just listening to music standing there. And people, you know, there's a there's a mark about. There. Oh, I saw one down at um, oh, it was Circular Key. There was a whole heap of Kiwis, and a Kiwi went up to him and it said, "Is statue, bro? Hey. Statue, yeah. bro? Is statue?" Yeah, yeah, okay, I got it. Can I use that when no, I do my no, show? No, no, I wouldn't open with it. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Darren Sanders. <laughs> You've been listening to On The Mic with Mike Goldman. Subscribe, download and review at iTunes, Audioboom, Stitcher or your favourite podcasting app. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.